Welcome to Tech Uncorked. I'm Dean Gratton. And I'm Sarah Jane Gratton. And together we explore a new world of technology and innovation. With lively discussion and some great interviews. So in this, this is our first episode of Tech Uncorked. We are so excited to be doing this podcast series. To actually start this series. I know, it's amazing. We've talked about it. Gosh, we've talked about it for, I'd say, every year now about doing this. I know, I did start it and we're actually doing it. So really excited. And this, our first episode, we thought what better way for you to get to know us than to give you a little bit of background information about us. You don't know us and we want to take this opportunity to describe to you why we're doing this, what our backgrounds are and how it might be relevant to what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, and to you, you know, if you've got any interest in innovation, what's happening next, um, and I'm really going back in time here, but I used to love Tomorrow's World. How old are you? I'm very old, (laughs) and I'm your old lady, so don't ask me that question. Um, So that makes me the toy boy. Oh, it does, always. You'll always be my toy boy. Um, we are married, by the way, just so you know. That's right. So, yes, we're married. We've been together now for almost a century. Well, it feels that way. No, it's 26 years. Now. 26 years going on to the Ancient. next. Yeah. I used to watch Tomorrow's World as a child, and I was in awe of all the new technologies. And the fact that there was something I could watch that would explain them to me in a way I could understand. We want to talk about new innovation in a way that isn't just technical data. It isn't just a tech talk show. We want to actually break it down into something that people can actually enjoy listening to. Digestible for all and in English. And in English. Why does it have to be in English? Because we only speak English. No, sweetheart. No, 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 no. What I mean is is we, we, we don't want to use the jargon and we're just going to break it down into simple terms to explain. Everyday language. Yeah, everyday language. We don't want to use the fanciful words and whatnot. We just want to break it down. Here's what it is, what it can do, and what it might achieve in the future. Yeah, perfect. And also, what I want to say is if you go to our website, you will have the chance to email us with any questions or any subject you'd like to learn more about. And we will be discussing these in future episodes because we'd love your input here as listeners. So do tell us what you want to hear about and what you want to learn about in the technology world and we'll we'll learn together. So let's let's kick this off. I, I dare say let's um well the obvious thing is ladies first, let's start with you. Who are you? What do you? Oh what do I? Well I'm not a technology person historically. Um well nobody is are they but I was born into um a kind of a theatrical world. I was on stage from a very early age and uh, what Dean still calls uh, me. Um, a lovey. Very much a lovey still. Um, I love hugging and kissing, which is really not a good thing to love to do these days <laughs> with what's going on. And you haven't been arrested. That's a good I thing. haven't been arrested, but then I don't run up and hug anybody at the moment. So that's always good. But no, I went to stage school. I was in various theatre productions um, and then later moved into actually writing for the theatre, which was sort of really turning it on its head and being the other side of of the director of the camera or whatever. So that was really interesting. I then turned that into really looking and people watching and psychology 
um, I'd already had my degree in psychology and went on to do um, a PhD in psychology, a master's and a PhD. Um, I won't delve into that because it is a bit dull for some people, but it got me thinking about why people do certain things and why people buy certain things and why some, some companies fail, some companies succeed. And it really is down to understanding consumer behavior and those little triggers. So when I met Dean, this is what I was all about. And Dean is very, very technical, as you will find out. And we kind of were two sides of the same coin to some extent. Chalk and cheese. We were chalk and cheese, but we did come together. No, I'd say we're marmalade and cheese because they're brilliant in a sandwich. Marmalade and cheese, oh, seriously? You've never, you haven't lived until you've tried marmalade and cheese in a sandwich, which is brilliant. So, yeah, marmalade and cheese. Mm-hmm. We came together and, and it just worked. And we've basically been working together ever since. And it's just been a fantastic journey. We're so lucky to have... Not killed each other. To have not killed each other, true. But also to do something that we both love for a living, which is incredible. And what's more, we are best friends. And we're best friends. Sometimes. Sometimes. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, that's kind of me. We're here. We've joined up. We've written books together, um, which I'll also include, if you are interested in finding out, on the the website. And that would be techuncorked.com. If you go there, you'll find links to our books and other things that we've done. So, sweetheart. So where do I begin? Um, Where do I begin? Everything that I've done has been self-taught. So... Having my first computer at 14 and teaching myself how to program and develop software. Okay, it was basic at the time, but this is this was the 80s. Now, this was the mid to late 80s I did all this. Uh, it was completely new, so we're not talking fanciful stuff that it is today. So this is hardcore bolts and whistles and nuts all on show. So this is really proper programming. I... I and that's what I call it today, proper programming as, as, it, as it's done. So and as a consequence, I spent 20 years or so developing software for numerous companies. Um, I developed software for real-time embedded systems in C. Um, I went on to develop Windows device driver software in C and C++. Rest assured, I was heavily medicated for my colleagues' safety at the time. Windows device drivers... I think this was in, well, this must have been 2000. So I remember developing software for 90, uh, Windows 98, Windows 2000, Windows 2000 NT and NT4 and all this kind of stuff. So, and a lot of material at the time, Microsoft didn't share that. Um, so I did that for 20 years or so. Um, and then moved into solution architecture where I developed, um, well, actually, I created architectures for smart meters. I developed architectures for the Internet of Things, for biopharmaceutical, for retail. I've just been... I mean, the Internet of Things is everywhere these days. I mean, do, do people really understand what it means? And what do you think it means to the average consumer, the I Internet think that of the, Things? The, the problem with the Internet of Things is that we've got a new buzzword and everybody's got wrapped up in this buzzword and that, oh god it's going to change everything well no actually it's what we've been doing before we've just given it a new name because everything was connected before 
we all had the internet before, and now we've got the internet of things, and now everything's connected. But didn't that happen before? No, no, it's all. Well, I think before. The, that the key difference is cloud, isn't it? Is everything's happening in the cloud now? That's the big difference now. And of course, we talk about edge computing. I mean, the classic example of Internet of Things, edge computing. So when we have a, when you have a device at the edge, good example of this is the fire alarm. Does the fire alarm contact the cloud and the person at the remote end to say, oh, by the way, there's a fire alarm going off in this building. Do you want to call the uh, fire brigade? No, no, no. At the edge, it decides, call the fire brigade. There is a fire in this place. That's what edge that 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 sums up edge computing. So the edge computing basically, you get to the edge before you get to the cloud. Yeah, it's it's basically devices which are local who can make a decision. Boom, firearms gone off. Damn, better call the fire brigade hmm. before it goes off to the before cloud. Before it goes off to the cloud, because ultimately yeah. the, the data needs to go off to the cloud to recall the incident and to log the incident that's happened, the time, date, and whatnot, and what part of the, the building has happened mm. but that that's ultimately what but critical is. decisions can be made exactly yeah that, that's a before great word before it hits the cloud no 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 that, that's the perfect word critical decisions well that's two words darling that, that's I hyphenated it so there you are deal with that <laughs> so, so critical decisions hyphenated one word uh, happens at the edge and that, that's, that's what happens so that, that's and, and then of course then, then I started writing books so, I mean, how I got into writing and writing books, well, that was a, you remember this, when, when we first moved to Belgium, I think this was in 2000, 2001. And of course, to get any kind of job in Belgium at that time, you needed to speak three languages. And of course, I, I, I went off to do my work on a daily basis and you were pretty much left on your own. And of course, you are the natural gifted writer. And uh, I have to work very hard at that. So at that time, you, you have written so many books, but you never completed them. And I've tried my best in my wibbly wobbly world to, to encourage you to complete your books, uh, to finish the novels that you had started. So I set that challenge. I set that challenge where I would get my book published before you. Damn. You did. I did. <laughs> Well, I remember the night we went down to a sort of a local tavern. Triangle. The Triangle. Um, At the end of Google's Ozzelay. Yes. And we ordered two bottles of champagne, which were just amazing. Because I don't think in those days we'd have much champagne before at all, if at all. I mean, it was only about 600 metres or 800 metres back to our house. Yeah, it was close. It was it was an easy walk. And it was a really excited state of mind to be in. And it was being... also a time when, I mean... Nowadays, we still have to go through the process where we have to submit a proposal for our new book. Uh, you know, the, the, the pitch, you know, what it's going to be about, uh, what the audience is, uh, what the con proposed contents will be. And of course, the at that time with Pearson, the editor, who's now retired, uh, had uh, sa said to me that he had attached a proposal document and he hadn't. And mm. so I, I just reached out to him by email and said, okay, this is my idea. You haven't attached it, but this is my idea. And he came back the next morning and said, I unequivocally want to publish your book. Yep. And of yep. course, it was. this is truly, truly echoes, right time, right place. It was early 2000 or so. Um, Bluetooth had just taken off. 
and I proposed a, a book concept for Bluetooth Profiles, The Definitive Guide, my first book. And that's how it all started. That's how mm -hmm. I started. It was such a journey, you know, writing the book, seeing it published, holding it in your hands for the first time was pretty incredible. But, you know, it's, it's led on to so many other things and us writing books together, us working together, which is amazing. And as you say, right time, right place, things happen for a reason. But together now we are writing, I have to say it, the new book on artificial intelligence. The new book. The new book. Um, on AI. More details will be on our website yes. nearer the time. Yes. But we don't want to say too much now. It's so exciting because we are really taking a very different look at artificial intelligence. We will tell you more about this and there will be more information available on the website as things progress because it's early days at the moment we're still at that scratching our heads looking at you we, know. Are. We, we're actually in fact suffering from the classic <laughs> blank page syndrome well for some chapters we are and that's not good um but when inspiration strikes and thank goodness we have each other to bounce off of and wine and over wine often we come out with some of our best well who was it that said was it Ernest Hemingway yeah, who he said, said, write yeah. drunk, edit, edit sober. sober? Well, you know, it's worked for us so far. <laughs> and nobody's noticed. <laughs> nobody's noticed. Or well, hopefully the editing is made up for that. You know, what the hell did we write here? What does that mean? Gafumph. <laughs> yeah. That's, what, that's when a head hits the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the sound. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I think you get the idea that my husband is a pretty technical guy. Um, I mean, he just amazes me every day with his knowledge oh, darling, that's lovely. <laughs> and his background. And, and, and he's taught me so much. I mean, I would never have been involved in the technology arena if it hadn't been for Dean. So, so yes, I'm very, very grateful for so many reasons. And we've met some amazing people on this journey and we'll have some fantastic guests on the show. I can't wait to introduce them to you all. And, and, and the, other, the other reason for making this introduction to our show is to, to let the audience know that, yeah, Sarah has the background in PR and marketing. I have the, the, the very technical background in software engineering and architecture. And we want to have guests on the show where we can challenge them both from those two different aspects. And I think that's a great combination, especially for you, the listener, and for the guests on the show, where we can actually challenge and kind of lift the lid and look inside and say, well, actually, this is how it's supposed to work. What have you done exactly and why have you done it that way? Yeah, and also we want it to not be too heavy. Um, the whole point is to make this show enjoyable for you to listen to, educational, hopefully, but enjoyable something that you'll want to tune into on your way to work or on your way to the kitchen or perhaps even in the bath um i love listening to a good podcast in the bath personally do you listen to a podcast in the bath i have a shower you have a shower that's a bit difficult isn't it why would you do that i just love it i love candlelight in a podcast yeah and a glass of wine of course mm -hmm. i really feel the show is happening now because more and more people need to have this kind of communication during what's going on in the world is challenging for so many people and to just be able to sort of add a little bit to people's lives I think is is really uplifting for us yeah it's uplifting for me it's cathartic to actually share this with you 
um, and my experiences, well, our experiences with you, I, I think that's a privilege. And for you to listen in, thank you. Well, that's a bit about us. So we're going to end it here. But looking forward so much for you joining us um, for the show on a regular basis. And we just hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, enjoy the show. And we will uh, be hopefully in your eardrums very soon. Mm-hmm.